Today is Wednesday, February 19th. My name is Joe Batance. Not a lot to talk about today. I've uh, pretty much spent my day just uh, preparing for today's episode of Season 7, Episode 12, final one of the exclusive here shit. But we will find things to talk about on today's show because this is Joe Batance. And this is Afterthought Media! Oh, hello everybody, my name is Joe Batance. I do a little show called This Joe Batance. Where I talk about the events in my life, the latest events in my life, I strive to be not only a good person, but to also do the show every weekday. doesn't always happen on Fridays, but uh, Monday through Thursday, I really try and make it happen. We've been doing it consistently now, I think, for a couple of weeks now. Uh, but today's one of those days where usually I'd be like, ugh, I have nothing to talk about. Uh, unless people can tell me if there's any unfinished business that I haven't mentioned uh, anywhere else. Uh, like, for instance, Yellow Phoenix is talking. She, she uh, Yellow Phoenix asks if anyone is watching the debate today. And um, I am watching the debate. Now, you know, I know I will sort of touch politics a little bit, but I don't really get into politics on this, on Afterthought Media, mostly because I, I fear pissing somebody off. You know, you, you get into your politics and you start pissing people off. And especially with uh, the climate in today's society, I was telling friend of the show, Adam Vaught, that uh, I'm trying to stay away from as much as possible from like news and stuff like that, because it's really getting me down, man. Like, and not because I'm like depressed in a clinical way, as much as I'm like so depressed that the, that the Democrats are fighting among each other. And some of the ugliness that I'm seeing come out in the democratic party is really, upsetting me because we need to be unified if we're going to beat Donald Trump and I and I think I really do think that if Bernie Sanders doesn't win the nomination that these Bernie bros are going to just pack up their toys and go home but the problem is I, I look I know it's it's funny because I let me let me say this from the outset I've said this on catching up and I'll say it here Whoever the Democratic nominee is for president, I will support that person, okay? Um, by the way, big news. We might have to take a break, but we'll talk about it on the Season 7, Episode 12. Oh, we can show it on Crowdcast. Uh, I got I ordered new stickers, and they just arrived, so I will show those off on uh, Crowdcast. Anyway, whoever the Democratic nominee uh, is, I am going to support that person. I will... You know, 
to contribute to his or her campaign. I will caucus for them. That doesn't make any sense. I will canvas for them, is the word I'm trying to say. I will tell my friends to vote for them. I will be that candidate's biggest person, whether it's Bernie Sanders, whether it's Amy Klobuchar, whether it's Pete Buttigieg, whether it's Joe Biden. The only person I wouldn't would be this Tulsi Gabbard, who we do not like, but I know she's not going to be it. And whether it's um, um, Michael Bloomberg. I will be behind that person 150% because we need, we are in a crisis state. We are in, the ship is sinking. Every day it's getting worse. I remember I've talked about this many times how depressed I was the night that Trump was elected. And it's been worse than I imagined. I mean, the only, I mean, no, not really. I, I did expect nuclear war. So. We haven't had that. But in ter- everything short of nuclear war, it's been worse than I mentioned. Today, he was saying that he's the law enforcement officer in chief. He's pardoning, I mean, blatantly corrupt people and the people behind uh, the, uh, Trump seems who I, I know people who are good people and they just blindly support this Donald Trump. And we are in a crisis in this country. I don't care who the person is. It could even be Republican. It could be Mitt Romney. It could be fucking Mike Pence. I'll take Mike Pence. We need to bring law and order and respect back to the office. I'm not even thinking partisan anymore. And that would be nice. I just saw Yellow Phoenix says she doesn't like Michael Bloomberg. I have big news for you guys. Like I said, I'll support whoever is the president. I firmly believe... Michael Bloomberg is the best hope to beat Donald Trump. And hear, hear me out. No matter what you think of Michael Bloomberg. Is, and I, it, it's funny how much amnesia both, the I don't know if the media really has amnesia as much as it's convenient amnesia. But the populace has amnesia is... Unfortunately, the office of president now, it's because of the electoral college, has come down to these few key primary, these few key states that can flip, swing states they're called. And it's really about them and who they vote for. Okay? That's the deal. Okay? Everybody knows California's gonna go blue. Everybody knows uh, Mississippi's going to go red. Everybody knows New York's going to go blue. Everybody knows, you know, Nor- um, Georgia's going to go red. I don't know, Georgia's even kind of purple. Never mind. Hold on. Everybody knows uh, the Dakotas are going to go red. Okay? Montana's going to go red. Wyoming's going to go red. But in these, in these swing states like Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Florida... Um, the uh, North and South Carolina in these states. If you want to win those states, you're gonna need to have a moderate, okay? Uh, and unfortunately, think about why they voted for Trump. Bloomberg has a lot of those qualities. One, even if you believe Trump's lies, Bloomberg has like six times the amount of the money he does, right? Now, Haley says, 
And a rapey to right, like sexual assault allegations to right. Michael Bloomberg is a racist. We don't need another one of those. I don't like that he's buying his way into the race and he's racist. Here the deal, guys, is, well, first of all, it's not, I don't, I'm not saying I know the story or not, but even look at what's happening in the chat room. Haley says, and a rapey too, right? What do we, I mean, do we have any evidence here? Like where, like Michael Blue, like we're good for this. I'm beyond this right now. Okay, uh, Yellow Phoenix says he's definitely sexist. Wouldn't double doubt assault. See, wait, hold on for a second. You see, this is why I don't like to talk politics. Look, this is exactly what the Republicans do too. Look at the fucking bullshit that is going on in the chat room right now. Yellow Phoenix just said, "Wouldn't doubt assault." Right? We're, you just made this up. This is how my parents do this. Older people do this. We are in a... This is... I'm, I'm getting beyond the election here. We're getting into a state where there's no longer... It is a crazy, crazy place we're in right now where there's no longer any truth. We don't know what truth is anymore. Donald Trump and the GOP and the media is part of this too. And, and everyone's a part of this. Where now, because of... of this weird, sick game that's being played, there's no such thing as truth anymore. And people say, I feel he's this, and then that becomes their truth. I'm not saying he didn't rape anybody. I'm not defending him. I'm not defending Michael Bloomberg, per se. I'm defending truth. I'm defending facts. I'm defending, because in a time like this, truth and facts and what's real and reality is really important, and we have to hold on to that. Because... When just because you're saying it on the side of the left doesn't make it right. When Trump will just say like, mm, "I just think I just think you, Ukraine broke into Hillary's Clinton Clinton servers," he, he just made that up. Trump just made that up and launched the whole campaign until he proved what he wanted it to be. And so you can't say Michael Bloomberg. You know, I'll I'll even give you a flip side of this too. That answers a lot of this. Is before Obama was, well, even when Obama was during president, in the election up to Obama, and even during a lot of Obama's first term, Obama would openly say in interviews that he was against gay marriage. He would openly say this. And I would be with liberals who loved Obama. And by the way, I'm a big Obama fan, right? And they would say, oh, but he really doesn't hate gay marriage. He just has to say that. At a certain point, you have to rely on what the man says. And that doesn't mean that he can't evolve. And as we saw, he evolved. As we saw with Hillary Clinton on gay marriage, she evolved. And now we just remember them as these champions of gay rights. But that wasn't the case. And if you remember correctly, Joe Biden was the one that pulled Obama kicking and screaming into the debate and made him, um, because he said that he was pro gay marriage and then obama administration had to address this they had been sort of quiet about it and then obama suddenly evolved on gay marriage but we conveniently forget that right and so what i'm saying is in a time like this we have to rely on truth so the truth is that up until he was forced out of the closet so to speak obama was anti-gay marriage there's no way to look around that another thing is i don't know if it's still the case because who knows what's happening now but as far back as I can remember, maybe it's it's happened already, that it's shifted, but Obama deported more illegal immigrants than any other president before him, we'll say. Now, I don't know if Trump's done more or less, but Obama has deported, the Obama administration has a very not cute record 
on uh, undocumented people. But again, it's conveniently forgotten. What we have to do is we have to rely on truth in this, right? Common Cool says his uh, racism is well-documented. I know what you're talking about. I'm not saying that they're problematic. He made comments that were uh, problematic, you know? But once again... What we're doing right now, and the GOP loves this, and the Russians love this, is we're infighting. There is no candidate's going to be perfect. And I hate to tell you this. I hate to break it to you. Okay? Uh, Luke Samen says Obama loved a drone strike. That he did. Um, so what I, what I hate to tell you is, and this is what happens in the primaries, and this used to not be a problem, but it's because of, it's become a problem. In the GOP, it's how we got Trump, and in the in the on the Democratic side, this might be a problem with Bernie Sanders. Now, once again, I'm going to say if Bernie Sanders is the nominee, I will support him. But these Bernie bros are a huge, 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 huge problem. Huge. It's a problem bigger than we ever seen. Someone, I can't remember who it is. I think it may have been Trump. But I don't think he's that sophisticated. Made a comparison to post-revolutionary France, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Now look, I didn't I wasn't alive then, but it seems very 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 similar. For those of you that don't know your history, when they overthrew the monarchy in France, there was a time immediately after where obviously the quote liberals who overthrew the monarchy were in charge and they were fucking attacking and killing, literally beheading, uh putting people in um in uh what are those things guillotines who did not agree with them in any kind of way off with their head in fact i was talking about it today to a friend about um there's a famous um piece of art um uh called the death of marat okay uh by jacques louis david david and Marat was a leader of the French Revolution when he was in charge, and he had really bad, like, eczema or something like that, some skin disease, so you'd sit in a bathtub all day. And he would just be constantly signing death warrants to kill people who disagreed in any kind of way with this, you know, new revolution that had taken place. And finally, he was murdered in the bathtub. You can look up the piece of art. And I, the Bernie Sanders movement feels like that. It feels that if you attack any kind of person, if you criticize aside Bernie Sanders in any way whatsoever, even if it's legitimate. Um, they just fucking come after you with everything you got and they will torch you. Like, for instance, is anybody concerned? Is anybody concerned that Bernie Sanders had a heart attack? He's in his late 70s and he openly said yesterday in the town hall that he will not release his medical records. And look, if it was Pete Buttigieg and Pete Buttigieg said, look, I'm not going to release my medical records. He's in his mid-30s. He seems healthy. Who cares? Not my business. I don't care. But... Bernie Sanders is in his late 70s. He just had a heart attack and we're going to elect him president. We need to know what his medical record is. I do. If I'm gonna, well, look, if he's a Democratic nominee, I'm going to vote for him. But if I were voting in the primaries, I would need to know who his, what his medical record was because that's going to be important because that makes the vice president. If Bernie Sanders wins the nomination, his choice of vice president is so fucking important. Where are the Bernie bros now? I'm sure that if I brought this up in public, the Bernie bros would have my fucking head on a stick, right? They would come after me. And what's weird is I know people, people who are very close to me, who are Bernie bros. And it's, it's, it feels like Scientology. It feels weird. If I in any kind of way bring up Bernie Sanders, they immediately come to life and they hit. 
You know, someone on the Slate Political Gab Fest said that talking to a Bernie bro, anytime you bring anything up, they immediately, it's almost like you're trying to get out of a room and they're trying to block you from getting out of the room. And that's what it feels like. I was talking to Sweet Michael. I know Noah's a Bernie bro. And I know that, um, I know that, uh, that I, Noah is a huge Bernie bro. Like he's been banned from Twitter because he's a Bernie bro, right? So we were talking about it, and I go, oh, how's Noah with the Bernie? Because the election's always rough on them, blah, 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 blah. And I started saying, I started talking to Michael about this Bernie bro stuff. And then he was like, yeah, I know, it gets a little crazy. But you got to admit, you know, Pete Buttigieg does have some real problems with race, and blah, blah, blah. And then he started going down the list, attacking all of the other nominees. Notice the worst thing that I've said about any nominee. The worst thing is that Bernie Sanders should release his health record. That's the worst thing I've said about any of the nominees. Okay? And it's scary. The Bernie bros will just attack all the other nominees. It's crazy. I saw that Haley's mom said she's a proud uh, uh, Bernie bro. Now, look, if you, if you support Bernie Sanders, that's fine. I'm not criticizing the people who support Bernie Sanders. I'm talking about the people that I know in my life. Patrick Keene's doing this online. Melissa McQueen's doing this. Sweet Michael. Where it's these, like white people in their 20s and 30s who like if you don't step in line with the Fuhrer like you they will fucking come after you I'm afraid to tell Patrick Keene and Melissa McQueen that I'm not Bernie's not my favorite you know I'm afraid to say it now I've said openly that I'm more of a moderate you know but I'll be honest with you with any of the people left I'd be very happy I'd be happy with Klobuchar I'd be happy with Biden, I'd be happy with Buttigieg, I'd be happy with Warren, I'd be happy with Sanders, I'll get to in a second, but I would still be happy with Sanders, because the truth of the matter is, I would be happy at this stage with whoever defeats Donald Trump. Here's another thing, just to give you another plus in the Bloomberg column, and you have to keep this in mind, is that the GOP has essentially raped our economy. And there is an illusion going on with the stock market. Why? Because a lot of the stock market, and that's what people are using to gauge the health of the economy, is based on a feeling. How how good do the people in charge of the stock market feel about the future of the economy? The jobs market is how well, how do people feel about the future of of, of uh, economy to offer people jobs, Right. And the truth of the matter is the people who are ahead of these corporations and head of, you know and run these stock um, like the Nasdaq and all that and people who who deal in public corporations feel really great about Trump. Why? Because he has pretty much laid down, gotten rid of all the regulations, right? He's gotten rid of all the other regulations. And so it's a free-for-all. It's like, of course it's going well. Imagine how the how the morale of uh, some juniors in high school would be if the richest kid in the class, his parents left for the weekend and said he could do whatever he want on the weekend in the house. Oh, we can do whatever. We can trash the fucking house. We can have a major rager while your parents are gone for the weekend. Woo! Of course everyone's going to be super excited about that. And that's why the economy is artificially healthy. But once mom and dad come home, Everything's going to come crashing down. People are going to... And so my big fear, actually, in a weird kind of way, there's a part of me that wants Donald Trump to win. Not really. But I wouldn't be super bummed if he did because if a Democrat wins, they're going to be left holding the bag. It's going to be almost as if... um, 
the younger brother had this major rank. I'm going, I'm stretching this metaphor here. The, the younger brother, the less responsible one, the goofus, he has this rager. Everyone trashes the house and then he takes off. And the older brother, the responsible one, he comes home. He's like, Oh my God, there's a mess. I'm going to start cleaning it up. And then the parents come home. They see him clean up and they're like, What the fuck did you do? And that's exactly what's going to happen if. Um, a Democrat gets elected is the fucking, once they realize, oh, mom and dad are home, we can't play anymore, they're not going to feel as good about the economy, and it's going to fucking come crashing down, and then the voters are going to be like, look at the Democrat, he can't even fucking handle the economy, they're so bad at the economy, blah, 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 right? Obama had to clean up W's mess, okay? And so, that's another case for Bloomberg. Because if Bloomberg is president... All of these finance people are going to be like, oh, wait, we, we feel confident in this guy. He's one of us. And order will come back. But I'm fine with anybody. But this is going to be the last time I talk about politics. I got in a rant. But here we go. This is Joe Batanz, Afterthought Media. We'll see you tomorrow with better stories. Goodbye. I hope you didn't, I didn't piss anybody off too much. See you later.